0: Welcome to New York's number two sports show. What a collapse by the New York Giants. What a late game meltdown as the Giants lose to the New York Jets 13 to 10 in overtime. This was about as ugly a game as you could possibly imagine. Rainy conditions. Injuries all over the place. Tyrod Taylor has a rib injury in the second quarter. So Tommy DeVito. Yes, Tommy DeVito comes in. He was the backup. He is the third giant quarterback. And, you know, that's certainly up for debate whether that should have been the case. But Tommy DeVito comes in, doesn't do really anything, but there is a touchdown drive. The Giants have a 10 7 lead. And all it took was a Graham field, a 35 yard Graham Gano field goal in the fourth quarter, uh late, with I think it was the what the kick probably started at about 30 seconds. After he missed it, there was 24 seconds left. know, a 34-yard field goal um, with 28 seconds left, goes wide left. And the Jets get the ball back. No timeouts left at their own 25-yard line. And in two plays, are able to set themselves up for a game-time field goal. Like, that is going to be dissected. And the Giants... Basically, their plan was run the ball all game long, not turn the ball over. They didn't turn the ball over. The Jets were the team that were making the mistakes. Jets were taking bad penalties. The Jets had a couple of turnovers. The Giants, it it had to be an ugly game plan, and that's exactly what it was. And it nearly got them the victory. And I know there's a lot of talk about oh, the Giants should have went for it on fourth and one. Uh, that last play, you know, where Gano misses the field goal. Totally disagree. Totally disagree. The field goal is absolutely the move there. You had a field goal, that game, is, that game is absolutely over. Have the Giants shown the ability that they can gain a yard? No. Like, absolutely not. And the Jets, you know, and it's an easy play to defend. Graham Gano, it came out before the game that apparently he's probably going to need surgery. So what's up with that? So is is Graham Gano hurt? Probably. And did that factor into his struggles? Today. Um, Again, no excuses, though. Like, you got to make that. You know what? Fine. You missed the 47-yard field earlier. Again, shitty weather conditions. You can accept that. This was unacceptable. And the defense was, was amazing. The defense was so good. Kayvon Thibodeau had three sacks. He was just an absolute stud in this game. But when it was all said and done, the Giants should have never been in this position. But they were. And Zach Wilson makes a couple of plays. They tie the game up. And then we'll talk about the overtime later. Just, you know, so now the Giants find themselves at 2-6. Season's all but over. Season's all but over. And the funny thing, it's funny how it can go either way. The Giants won this game, as bad as things are, and as much as, you know, Tyrod Taylor being hurt, you know, Daniel Jones, his status just seems like it's up in the air. It seems like he'll be back somewhat soon, but it, but now, why would you even rush him back at this point? Is my opinion. Why? Um, but it's funny. Like, you could have been 3-5... and five, and there is only one spot up for grabs, but that spot is very much for the taking because of the fact that Kirk Cousins likely tore his Achilles. Now, I'm definitely already going way too into it than I should be, but I'm just trying to say that the Vikings are probably the team that I think has the inside track on that seventh spot, and now Cousins is likely out. And so if you, were, if you won this game, you really did have a legitimate chance to, to get that last spot at the same time, I feel silly saying that because this offense is an absolute joke. Like, it just is. And I know injuries play a factor in that, but oh my god. Today, wow. Giants passing yards, negative nine. The Giants had negative nine passing yards. They they ran the ball all game long. I mean, the stats in this game are insane. Time of possession was all Giants. 38 minutes and 13 seconds to 25-38. They did a nice job of not taking penalties until the end. Until the very end. They were just playing a very smart game. And I understand there's frustration, but the Giants had to play it the way they did. There was no other choice. To me, the biggest problem I have with Brian Dayball, and it wasn't discussed, I don't know why, is the Giants win the toss in overtime and they choose to receive. You got to kick that ball away. And I'm surprised I haven't seen anything about that. I know that, the you know, first possession, you have to get a touchdown. And I understand that under normal circumstances, it is nice to have the ball in only a 10-minute uh, quarter, if you will, a 10-minute session. It is good to have the ball first if it goes back and forth, so I I get all that. But the offense was doing nothing. Your best hope was to have the Jets go 3-and-out, which could have easily happened, and then you get the ball at decent field position. Now, I'll say this. Thomas Morstan did a great job for the Jets. Jamie Gillen, not so much. But... I mean, the Jets were were the Jets were two for 15 on third downs, including 0 for one on fourth, and the Giants were two for 19 on third downs. This game, I think, had the most punts uh, since 1988. I think it was like 22 punts in this game. Just one of the you know just ugliest games you'll ever see. But the Giants should have come out of here with the victory, plain and simple. Like they had it. And there were injuries on both sides. The Jets on, the Jets' offensive line, I mean, it, it felt like there was at least two to three injuries there. So that didn't help them. Darren Waller uh, must have been the second quarter. Hamstring injury. So if Darren Waller was hoping to have his return game against the Raiders next week in Vegas, unfortunately, that's not going to be happening. Uh, he is going to be out. I don't see how he's going to play. I mean, it was a quick rule out. He's had hamstring uh, injuries in the past, so that's not good. Again, Tyrod Taylor, that rib injury apparently, you know, he went to the hospital. Uh, you know, wish him well. Hope he's okay. And, and he's very injury prone himself. I doubt Tyrod Taylor plays next week. So do the Giants bring in a Matt Barkley, who is a you know, former Bill quarterback, who's you know been in the Dable system? I almost wonder why he wasn't in already because again, clearly there was no confidence in Tommy DeVito, none. And they actually, Tommy DeVito actually got a rushing touchdown. They were able to have a nice drive coming out of the second half uh, to start the second half to give them a 10-7 lead. But wow, just, uh, and now you have the trade on it in a couple of days. And I wonder, you know, someone like a Jackson might make sense to trade a Jackson in a couple of days, get something for him. Uh, I'm not, I don't think there's going to be many trades, but look, you're a two and six team that is really going nowhere. And I think that they should be in some type of sell mode. So we'll see. Again, I don't expect crazy activity, but I think the, I believe the trade deadline is in a couple of days. So that's something to look at. But this was just, you know, look, it, it's um, it's big for the fans. I, I don't think I mean as far as uh, Jets Giants. I don't think the players put too much into it. I think like for them, like a divisional game, they'll get up for more. But I think for the fans, it's something. And you know, I think both, both fan bases come out of here just, you know, whoever would have won, you know, just. Not feeling too great, but hey, uh, the Jets come out with the win, and that's what they've done this year. They, they found a way, somehow, some way to win these games. You know, uh, they have a very good defense. It's going to be tough for them with Zach Wilson at the helm, but, you know, hey, the, when you got a playmaker like Garrett Wilson, that definitely helps as, helps as well. So, um, yeah, this is going to go down as one of those giant losses you look back on, and and there's just been too many of them over the years, but this one will be memorable, and for me, like, Graham Gano is is the main person I think about, you know, as far as missing that field goal. Now, look, it shouldn't have even really mattered because 24 seconds left at their own 25-yard line, like, that shouldn't have really amounted to much, but it did. Let's talk about, let's get into the game in a more in-depth way. Please like and subscribe would be greatly appreciated. This has been a tough, tough season for the Giants, but... I will be here to discuss. So again, Zach Wilson versus Tyrod Taylor was the the matchup to start. Didn't finish that way. Uh, As far as some stats, I just want to say real quick, Saquon Barkley's 36 for 128. He had 36 carries. That was the offense. Like, the receiving numbers are non-existent. Darren Waller, one for four. Matt Breida, one for four. Saquon Barkley, three for zero. Darius Slayton, one for negative one. Yeah. And it's funny, going to this game, you felt like, all right, the Giant passing offense could be more functional than the Jets. Like, maybe. But I gotta say, the game plan, they the Giants played it as good as they as they as they could have. I know fans are upset. And, and look, I would have liked them to maybe try some more things, but once DeVito came in, they had no chance. They had none. And, and so that's more of an issue with, with player personnel, more so than actual game plan, as far as I'm concerned. So it starts out with a jet three and out, and and actually a sack and fumble. Kayvon Thibodeau, who, let me just give some stats here on Kayvon, who was just great, and it sucks that he has, we're going to talk about an offside penalty that, that proved costly, but Thibodeau, three sacks, you know, nine total tackles, six solo, just was in the, I mean, he was all over the place. Like, like for Kayvon, this was a stud performance and and really good to see because there's been a lot of criticism going his way. and I, I like to see it. He was really, really good. I thought Dexter Lawrence uh, and Leonard Williams to a lesser extent were really, really active. And the Giants defense played about as well as you can play. I understand that it's Zach Wilson. I get it. But the Giants, I mean, they were really doing a very, very good job. And and it was very, you know, coming off of some really good performances. So Wink, Martindale, and company should really be proud of what they did. Uh, and that should have been the story. We should have been talking about this defense and what they did to, to steal a win. And instead... Uh, it doesn't happen. So anyway, Kayvon Thibodeau sack, fumble recovery by Jihad Ward, and now the Giants have the ball in good field position to start at the Jet 19. But, and this was a time where you got to get the touchdown. Seven yard play, Wandell Robinson, and I felt like the Giants' first downs actually weren't all that bad. But then Saquon loses a yard, and Tyrod Taylor incomplete Darius Slayton. Uh, you know, on a play where wasn't an easy play. Would have liked for Slayton to maybe you know uh, catch it in the end zone, but. Again, it wasn't easy. So then Gano does hit that field goal 31 yards, gives the Giants a 3-0 lead. Then the Jets go 3-and-out, and and there's going to be a lot of that here. Again, punt after punt after punt. Then the Giants go 3-and-out. Tyrod Taylor was sacked on the 3rd-and-3, and what sucks is that the Giants had decent field position. I should say Gunnar Olszewski is the new punt returner for the Giants. Looked pretty good. Um he's had fumbling issues before he was recently released by the Steelers, but now he is the punt returner as Eric Gray is on IR. Uh, Gary Brightwell is, is on IR. So there's been, you know, so now Olszewski is on the 53 man roster. They elevated Tommy DeVito and O'Shane Zimenez from the practice squad. I'm trying to think if there were any other transactions over the week, but yeah, and of course the injuries have piled up. Andrew Thomas did not return. John Michael Schmitz did return. So the offensive line was Pew from left to right. Pew, uh Bredesen, Schmitz, uh, Glowinski, and Tyree Phillips is Evan Niela still out. And Dory Jackson did return. So that, that's the injury situation. So Giants punted away. And um, again, Jamie Gillen wasn't great today. It's not a huge talking ball, but Gillen, you know, Morstead was just a lot stronger on the Jet side. The Giants special teams just finds ways to kill them. And that, that can't be a talking point. The Giants special teams... I mean, Thomas he just can't have a job by the end of the season. I'm sorry. There's just too much bad. There's just and, and I know, like, Graham Gano missing field goals isn't on him. But it's just not good. So, then the Jets get the ball. But, you know, Giants do a nice job of, of stopping Brees Hall on a third and one. So, Thomas had punts it away. But then the Giants go three and out. Uh, Jets get the ball back with decent field position. But... Um, But then they stall out at midfield, but a good pump by Thomas Morstead to get the Giants to the two, and then they go three and out. So it sets up the Jets really nicely. The Jets start at midfield, and then the rain is falling down really hard. Late first quarter, Zach Wilson to Brees Hall. It was kind of a screenplay, a short pass that—I guess I wouldn't call it a screenplay—but it was a short pass to Brees Hall— where Bobby Okereke kind of, you know, does a poor job. Then Micah McFad missed the tackle, and Pinnock, the former Jet, a really bad sequence that it's a 50-yard touchdown from Zach Wilson and Brees Hall. In a game like this, you can't have that happen. And that was really the one big mistake the Giants' defense had made up until the very end of the game. So, 7-3 Jets at this point, point. Uh, and then the Giants get the ball back. And... um, this starts a slew of bad jet penalties. Um, it was either I think Quincy. It was either Quinnen or Quincy. I'll, I, I think it, it might have been Quincy Williams with the unnecessary roughness penalty, and then the first quarter gives the Giants a first down. Then Tyrod Taylor runs for 17 yards. Eventually, you get to a spot where it's fourth and one at the after a Darren Waller four yard catch, and that might have been Waller. I can't remember. That may have been the play where Waller, or maybe there was one more now, around that time. He hurts his hamstring. Either way, fourth and one at the jet 29. I would have gone for it there, especially with Tyrod Taylor still at quarterback at that point. I would have gone for it. I can understand why they didn't. I didn't love that call. Um that one I have more of an issue with than the one later. The one later to me, no brainer. You kick the field goal here. Graham Gano misses a 47-yarder. And that was that was big. So now the store score remains 7-3 Jets. And then the Jets go three and out. Jets had a lot of like even third and shorts so where the Jets just could not come through. But again, Thomas Morstead, great punt to the giant Three, but some more bad jet penalties. and offside on the Jets, a face mask penalty on the Jets. Um, ultimately, though, a bad Tyree Phillips false start puts the Giants in a tough spot, and so they have to punt it away. Then Jets uh get a first down, Garrett Wilson, but then nothing from there. So Morstead punts it. Uh Giants get the ball back. And this is where Tyrod Taylor gets hurt, uh, where the ball slips out of his hand. I think he was trying to pass it. He recovers it, and then he gets sacked. Um, and he hurts his ribs on the play. It was kind of reminiscent to a to last year's preseason, where Tyrod Taylor got hurt against the Jets in another sort of weird like play. And so that sucks. I mean, because again, to go from Taylor, to go from Jones to Taylor is one thing. To go from Taylor to DeVito is an entirely different thing. So now Taylor's out of the game. Jets get the ball back at this point and get a first down initially, but John Stevens does a nice job. Dexter Lawrence gets a sack on Zach Wilson. And so the Giants get the ball back after a punt. They do go three and out. Because again, Tommy DeVito wasn't doing a whole lot. This was a play where Tommy DeVito scrambles for five yards and he just goes down. Like, Tommy, you got to try to get the first there. He could have. And he's a yard short. Gave himself up too soon. Next play. The Jets had center issues, so there was a bad uh, with injuries. So there was a bad exchange between Zach Wilson, uh, the center, and Zach Wilson, and it's a fumble recovered by Micah McFadden. at The Jet forty-one, great field position. Unfortunately, uh, after a Saquon six-yard run after the two-minute warning, Devito sacked for negative four yards. See, that's where like I don't understand that play call. I would have actually ran it there, uh, and so they lose that yardage. There's an incomplete pass, and then eventually it was just out of field goal range, and the Giants have to punt it away, and ultimately. Your score is 7 3 Jets going to the second half. Second half was the one good Giant drive. They must have, I mean, give them credit for going, you know, going in the locker room and scripting up a good drive here. It's an 11 play, 75 yard drive for the Giants uh, across six minutes. And Saquon Barkley was a big part of it. Has a really big 34 yard run. Again, unnecessary penalty on one of the Williams brothers um, that, you know, puts the Giants in a better spot. You do get a Saquon Barkley first down on a third down. That was, I think that was either the first or second third down. There was only two third down conversions the Giants had. That might have been the first one. Yeah. It was either the first or the second. So, anyway. The Giants are in a position where, all right, it's looking as if they're going to settle for a field goal. But then Jermaine Johnson with a really stupid, unnecessary roughness penalty. It eventually leads to a third and goal at the six. And a nice play design where Tommy DeVito fakes it to Saquon Barkley. And he keeps it and runs it for a touchdown. So DeVito, a six-yard touchdown, gives the Giants a 10-7 lead. And that 10-7 lead would stay that way for a while. Jets go three and out. Oh, no, sorry. Jets don't go three and out. There was a Deontay Banks pass interference penalty, and Deontay Banks really did a nice job. He's been pretty good uh, through his first eight games. I can't complain much about him, but the Jets do punt it away. Giants get it back, and, you know, they go three and out as well. Uh, There's going to be a lot of that going on here. Jets go three and out. Uh, Giants get the ball back. They did get a first down on a Wandell Robinson sort of end around play. But then, you know, ultimately there was a five yard loss on a Saquon run. So the Giants punt it back to the Jets. Then the Jets go three and out. We're in the fourth quarter at this point. Giants get the ball back. And they punt because again, they were just running with Saquon. Then the Jets get the ball back. And there was a Garrett Wilson catch that was close. The Giants challenged it, but the ruling on the field would stand. And the Giants... St- uh, sorry, the Jets stole at it around midfield, so they punted away to the Giants three, which could have been a big problem, but this was the drive, yeah, where there was a neutral zone infraction by the Jets on a punt play. Fourth and five, so the Jets were taking just killer bonehead penalties. And this is a drive where they were moving the ball a little bit. Saquon Barkley with some first down runs. Um, but ultimately... You kind of wish Giants got one more first down. They don't. And so the Giants punt it away and the Jets get the ball back at their own 25. What happens here is Zach Wilson scrambles. They finally get a third down conversion. It's a Zach Wilson 17-yard run. And then on the, the next play, Kayvon Thibodeau sack. So it's second and 20 for the Jets at the two-minute warning. The Jets at this point have, what, two timeouts left. Then it's Zach Wilson, Alan Lazard for 10 yards. Then Wilson to Lazard incomplete. It was a close play, but it hit the ground. And then it's 4th and 10 at their own 41 with about a minute and a half left. And Kayvon Thibodeau with his 3rd sack, 2nd of the drive, sack Zach Wilson, a 15-yard loss to the 26-yard line. Game should have been basically over at this point. But this is the New York Giants we're talking about. Saquon 6-yard run, not bad. 2nd and four, Jets call timeout. Then a Saquon 1-yard run. Jets called their third timeout, and then a Saquon two-yard run. And so now there's 28 seconds left, fourth and one at the Jets' 17, and Graham Gunot up by three, misses the 34, 35-yard field goal. Now, look, that should have been a footnote still. So that, to me, is where the game was lost. But what happens after that is brutal. So here, they have, the Jets have no timeouts left. They get a Zach Wilson, a Garrett Wilson. Zach Wilson, 29-yard play. So that's not good. But what makes it worse is Thibodeau is offside, and that stops the clock. So the Jets would have had to have used up more clock, spiked it, and then by then, who knows how much time is left. So now there's 17 seconds left when there probably should have been maybe 10, or or, or thereabouts. So now Alan Lazard makes a 29-yard catch on the next play. And the Jets are just able, with one second left, to spike the ball. That's what we're talking about. So, Gino misses the field goal. Wilson to Wilson for 29 yards, plus the defensive offside by Thibodeau, which stops the clock. And then a Lazard 29-yard catch. And the Jets spike with one second left. And Greg Zerline ties it with a 35-yard field goal. Just That was an unbelievable sequence. And then next is when Dayball fucks up. You cannot... You cannot... The Giants, I was hoping the Jets would win the toss. And I think the Jets probably would have chosen to receive. I was hoping the Giants would be smart enough to to say, hey, we're kicking the ball. I mean, the Giants' approach had been just run heavy the whole time. Now, all of a sudden, when you need a touchdown to win it, you're going to receive the ball first? Disagree with it entirely. That was one of Dayball's worst decisions. And sure enough, what happens? The Giants, uh, Daniel Bellinger's called for offensive holding. And then it's a couple of dumps to Saquon, uh, dump-offs, <laughs> To to Saquon Barkley, no pun intended. And then, uh, yeah, so the Giants end up punting it from their own 14. And it's not a great punt by Jamie Gillum. The Jets start out at their own 39. However, as bad as this was, Giants were almost able to get out of this. But a Zach Wilson to Garrett Wilson third down conversion, an 11-yard play. Deontay Banks was called for defensive pass interference anyway. So either way, that was going to be a first down. Then the next big play is this, and this won the game. Third and five at the 45, Zach Wilson to Taylor, who I'm not even sure that is, a Jackson pass interference. That was a, essentially a 30-yard play, pass interference on a Jackson. You can't do that. You just simply can't do that. So they would have punted it. And who knows what would have happened from there. But now, Greg Zerlein for a chance to win it. 33-yard field goal with six minutes left or so in overtime is good, barely. He just snuck it in. Jets win it 13-10. Again, this loss will go down as one of the worst losses in recent Giant memory. It just is. Now, not because the stakes were overly high within the season. Not much was going to come of the season. I I think it could have kept them in it, you know, if Daniel Jones were to come back soon, which we don't know anyway. So that's the other thing. Again, with the injuries, like, I'm not sure. But, yeah, um, now they'll head to Vegas, take on a Raider team, who uh, they'll be playing on Monday Night Football against the Lions. So they'll be on a little bit of shorter rest for whatever that's worth. But the Giants dropped to 2-6. and They have one of the, you know, a bottom five current record in the league. And so, for me, um, we'll see what the situation is going to next week. But, you know, might start running against the Giants moving forward. I'm not going to say for sure, but there's a decent chance I will be next week. I want to see how things look as far as the injuries with Andrew Thomas, with Daniel Jones. Let's see what's going on there. But, again, um, you know, just a brutal, brutal ending. Graham Godot uh you know who had who has really been mr reliable ever since he's been a giant really doesn't come through today and then you know two plays that went about as perfectly as they could for the jets and about as bad as they could for the giants end up setting them up to tie the game up and then they lose in overtime very quickly i don't know why they chose to receive the ball but they did so that's your final 13 10 jets in overtime Giants now sit at 2-6. They will head to Vegas next week to take on the Raiders.